is the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. Welcome to True Real Estate 911. It's Brian Mudd along with your local real estate pro, Lisa True. And we have so much to offer throughout the Palm Beaches. Uh, you, you want to talk about diversity, uh, everything from the equestrian lifestyle to Palm Beach, uh, from the beaches and estates to townhomes and condos, north to south, uh, we have it all. And, and Lisa is going to help walk you through the considerations as you're looking to, to figure out where exactly is the right place for you. And so as we get started today, if you're not already there, go to truerealestate911.com. That is truerealestate911.com, the best local resource you're going to find for real estate information. And the truths, they're always there for you seven days a week, whether you're buying, selling. If you just have questions, 561-972-8326, 561-972-8326. Lisa, it's so true. You, when you um, brought this topic up just a bit ago, it got me thinking to what it was like for me when I was relocating down here. It's been about 13 years, and I remember going, wow, <laughs> there is a lot here. And it's probably more diverse and probably more complicated than many people think because there is enough knowledge about the Palm Beaches generally, I think, to have a stereotypical idea of what is represented here without necessarily understanding everything that is fully uh, an option here. You know, there really is something almost for everyone in Palm Beach County. Whether you're looking for today, I had a call from somebody looking for a vacation home. They're going to pop down here for major holidays, maybe a few times for long weekends to those of us who live here and call it home year round and everything in between. And the complication comes, and I think a lot of it comes with the way real estate is done historically, is the average agent asks five questions or the average buyer gives five answers. And we would rather ask 50 questions because we understand it's more than bedrooms and baths. And it's about lifestyle and truly trying to understand the lifestyle that you have in your mind and then making sure that the community that you're looking to buy in fulfills that goal. And it starts with what cities are important to you down to what type of neighborhood is important to you and then fine tuning, okay, this is gonna be an ideal community where you're going to love coming home to either every day or every vacation. I'm curious with a lot of the buyers, because you work with so many from outside of this area, how many uh, end up necessarily uh, where they think they wanted to be originally based upon not having done the research by the time they're fully informed? Many of our buyers, we have two type of buyers really that are from out of area. They either know nothing about our area. So they're moving here for the first time and they say, well, a friend told me to look in this city or a friend told me I should consider this community. And then we have the buyers who might maybe have great friends down here or they've lived here in the past or they have family down here and they may even be coming with a list of I'm interested in these three communities. And so we have those two different types of buyers when they're coming to Florida. And then it's just a matter of saying, okay, great. If you know where you want to be, that's fine. We'll sell you what you want. And one of the things that we're hearing a lot now, which really concerns me, are people that purchased in the last six, nine, 12 months, and they are miserable where in their community. 
it just wasn't the right fit. And they bought based on a pretty kitchen or they purchased based on the things that honestly can be changed versus finding the right lifestyle fit. One said to me, I, I'm never going to use the club. And this place is like a five-star resort. It's amazing. Well, that's great. But she's paying for something she does not ever want to step in the doors of. And she resents it every single time she writes out that association maintenance. And so really, someone should have been able to have given her a little bit more guidance had they understood that her lifestyle is really kind of enjoying her home in entertaining people within not going and being social within the community amenities well in you mentioned that we have something for just about everyone uh, the good news is if you are definitive about what you're looking for you you talk about the the difference between the equestrian lifestyle in someone who wants to be east and near the water or maybe someone who's looking to raise a family and they want to be more central in, in the schools and, and uh, you know, single-family home and, and maybe some land would be a greater priority. You take a look at the differences between Boca and Jupiter, which are vast and everything in between. So what are some of the important questions that we want to be thinking about when we're looking to relocate to the Palm Beaches? Well, one of the things we always want to look at, are number one, are schools important to the purchase? Many times they are, half the time they're not, that's okay. But if they are, that will influence maybe the buyer's decision on which cities to, and we're just talking about, you know, broad, let's start broad, what cities to live in. Do they have a, a job or are they retired? So one of the things, and it's, it's a myth coming from the Northeast, the first conversation I have with many buyers is, I want to be within about an hour to an hour and a half of work. <laughs> now, that's well, normal. That, the good news is that is achieved pretty much anywhere here in the Palm Beaches Absolutely. if you're working in the Palm Beaches. And my answer is, no, you don't. You will hate me. Because that is what they're used to if they're working in Manhattan. Yeah. Most people are not living in Manhattan. They're commuting. But down here, our lifestyle is different, and they will hate me if I do that to yes. them. There's no need for that. You can be closer to your work so that when you're off from work, you can enjoy all the beauty of South Florida. Amen. Right? So we're going to ask them, are they employed and where? So that we can help that from a city standpoint. Then we're going to want to know what they like to do. So if they love to paddleboard or they love to kayak, probably Wellington's not going to be my first choice for them. Yeah, I would say. Right? Not a whole lot of places that you can throw your paddleboard in. There's a couple, but not a lot. And, of course, you have alligators I was going to say, and not the water you necessarily want to be swimming in either that uh, way. Yes. Agreed. And so we're going to really look at their interest. Do they love golf? Are they looking for a private course, public course? And just really digging deep, deep, deep. And I always get this comment. I get this a lot about land. I want a big lot. Okay, what does that what mean? What is that? Yeah. Right? Big lot to me now is very different what big lot to me 10 years ago when I had, you know, children at home. So we're going to really narrow down what all of those things, what they are and what they mean. You know, you also end up bringing up an interesting conversation because I was literally having this conversation with someone just two days ago uh, because they were newer to the area. And, uh, I believe they're looking in uh, from Illinois and they thought that because there's a plot of land and it happens to be east on the water, that it would be something that would be 
at a, a price tag that they had in mind, which the land itself would be well more than twice the number for a home being built on it. And ultimately, they were surprised that the in many locations, when you're paying for land, you're paying for the location, not the size of the lot. How often does that become a variable that people might be surprised by? They're surprised by a lot of things. They're surprised about when, if they're a condo buyer, that the further east you go, the higher the maintenance becomes. Right. They're very surprised by that. They're also surprised by things called special assessments. Oh my, yes. Right, you yes. know about that one. Yes, my old friend. And they are uh, surprised that you are going to pay a lot generally to be on the water. And that includes uh, many of our lakes. Our lakes, like our Lake Eden, our Lake Ida's uh, in Delray have gotten very expensive. Um, our ocean access properties, there's only so much of it, especially in Palm Beach County. When you get down into Fort Lauderdale, the ocean access goes way west. Well, we don't have that luxury here. Uh, we don't have access way west. And so we are kind of in a position where if you want ocean access, there's only so much of it. And people are um, finding that if they want those hot type of properties, or for example, I have a property that multiple offers in Abacoa and Jupiter. Mm -hmm. And Abacoa is great. It's popular. This w particular home was even more popular because it had a beautiful pool and a huge corner lot, which was rare. So anytime you have anything that's unique and rare, then that's important. Uh, the other thing we're going to look at really closely is their exit strategy. So do they intend on buying a vacation home, second home, and then making Florida their permanent home in a few years? Well, if that's the case, we want to make sure that what they're purchasing allows them to make that transition, that they're making a smart purchase on something that hopefully will continue to appreciate, hold its value pretty well, and that we can actually get them out of. Okay. You, you were just sharing a related story uh, before we started the show today about a buyer that you worked with over a year ago and uh, how he is renting out his property in, in, for a couple of years until he comes down. And, and now he's pretty much halfway there. You're able to help people based upon what their strategy is. It's not just, uh, hey, yeah, we'll help you identify a home. Yeah, I mean, it really starts with the strategy, the strategy of what you want, why you want it, and what your plan is. And having the exit strategy plan is really important. That's important for first-time home buyers. It's also really important for people that are buying, you know, seasonal properties that one day they want to make Florida their permanent home. Because let's face it, that 2-2 condo that works great for you to come down for a couple months or even long weekends probably is not going to work when you're down here all year long, you're going to need to sell that and buy something bigger. Or maybe you want to buy something that you don't have to sell that you could rent out. Or maybe you want to rent it out part of the year. I mean, there's a lot of ways in the strategy to make things work. And so understanding those goals, what we don't want is for somebody to buy something that looks like, well, and maybe is a really good deal, but there's a reason for it being a really good deal. For example, I love country clubs. Our mandatory country clubs sometimes are way below value. They're very attractive. When you look at what you can buy there, even with the mandatory membership, sometimes it just makes so much sense. Sure. However, if you aren't going to live there long term and you're going to sell it in a couple of years, you're going to have to drastically keep it below market value as well in order to sell it. And so just having those kind of conversations 
so that people are making not just a good decision, but a good decision for them in their situation. When I give advice, I always do my best to not give my advice, but give my advice based on what I would do if I were them, because it doesn't matter what I would do. It only matters if I were in their situation, what would I think and what would I do? And, and it's, it's a challenging thing to do. And yet I think I do it pretty well because, you know, having that kind of ability to have real empathy for where they are and under, come from a place of understanding, it just comes from years and years and years of being able to forecast out that if we do this, this is probably what's going to happen. Yeah, so the the good news uh, again, as we've talked about, is th- there really is world class, um, you know, activity and options for many different lifestyles. So literally world class equestrian lifestyle, literally world class beef beach lifestyle. Uh, you know, the the intercoastal and everything it has to offer, uh, along with the ability to raise a family and, and wonderful parks. By the way, one of the things that's often uh, underappreciated until you you really take an interest is you know we have over 40 parks throughout the Palm Beaches, many of which are absolutely terrific that happen to be free. But beyond that, uh, when you take a look at some of those uh, questions that you were talking about, you know, you get down to some of the specificities of, of HOAs and also, you know, the the country club lifestyle. Really understanding what you're looking for is critical on the front end, uh, because as you're talking about all those, I'm thinking about my transition around here. Sometimes you can operate on a series of assumptions, thinking that you know what you want, maybe more than answering the questions, the 50 questions you're talking about would lead you to. i tell you the, the single biggest assumption that I was wrong on was wanting to be on a, a condo on the beach. Um, and, and as much as I was interested in that uh, from a uh, from a, a daily lifestyle standpoint. Ultimately, there's a lot more that goes into the corrosion and the upkeep, right down to to a car being kept um, right there on the ocean, uh, and in beach erosion concerns and things of that nature. That ended up leading me to be happier in a home on the intracoastal, for example. And there are things like that uh, that maybe uh, you know you would have that expertise and be able to help steer people so they don't get down here. And as you mentioned, six to nine months later, go, man, I, I wish I'd done this. You know, it's it's funny because you know I'll get questions about why is that those condo fees so high? Yeah, and it's not one building, right? It's usually areas that kind of go by areas well there's a reason and if you're that tight on a beach condo where the the monthly or quarterly amount is causing you pause right you really probably shouldn't be buying it because the special assessments will bury you and it's one of the things that you have to understand because not all buildings are the same now maybe one community their their HOA or condo fees are higher and they have better reserves. Well, one looks like a deal, right? Right. But you're you're getting a bill all the time for a special assessment. And if you're coming from a single family home and you've never lived in a condo, it is hard to kind of lose that control because if it's your home, you know, when you have a repair, you control when it gets done, who does it, you bid it out, you you know, you decide which person you're going to hire in a condo. It doesn't work that way. And yes, you might get a vote, but you're one vote. And if you're the only one voting no and everybody else is voting yes, guess what? You're opening your checkbook. And I've had people 
that honestly probably shouldn't have purchased condos later, years later, call me and say, you know, I'm just I'm just financially being buried here. I've got to get out of this. And so it is is just one thing to consider. Now, is it great to live on the beach? Yes. Is it wonderful if you can afford it? Of course. Um, if you want to come down here and look out and see the ocean, especially if you can get one that you're looking at the ocean, the intercoastal, I mean, what a great thing that is. Mm-hmm. However, you have to understand the long-term implications and which homeowners association or condo association is right for you. For example, pets are a big issue. Huge, huge. Right? Yep. Um, some, even homeowners associations restricts the kind of pets and the number of pets. So sometimes we'll get somebody that has four lovely, wonderfully cared for, controlled dogs, right? Indoor dogs. But guess what? We have a hard time finding them a, an association that often that will allow them to have four dogs. And condos are even harder. Just any pets on the condo market sometimes is hard. And so understanding what is important to you. Do you have a, a truck? Well, that may be a challenge in some areas. And then the other big one is what is your tolerance for other people kind of being in your business? So do they have rules that you're, you have to have your garbage can in by a certain time, right? Or if you don't mow your grass by Friday at 10, are they sending you a note? Well, I mean, and they're... I want to be careful not to, to scare people away from certain circumstances because the lifestyle is amazing here and, and neither one of us want to be anywhere else, nor most people who find what's right for them here. But to your point, I mean, there are things you just wouldn't think about. The very first home I was in uh, was at the behest of my first wife because she wanted to be close to the airport and wanted a different lifestyle than I did. And I went along with it. But um, so I was in a, a country club community that would not allow uh, the the bins to be out in front of the house for anything prior to eight o'clock in the morning. Well, the challenge was uh, that she traveled for work and I leave for work at 3.30 in the morning. And you can't keep the bins in that community uh, outside of your property. So it wasn't like I, I, I could have neighbors at a, so it would have, there literally was no way for me to be able to get from here to there uh, it, often. And so I would end up eating a $25 fine to simply put out a garbage bin, for example. And it was a consideration to do it for the obvious reasons on top of paying the HOA and other assessments. There are things like that that, that are nuances that are important for, for not only us to understand, but that you have knowledge of that many other agents don't. Because yeah. that agent that I worked with uh, before I was familiar with you certainly didn't say anything about that. Well, and here's the thing. There are there's a buyer for that community, right? Oh yeah. There are people that love that. I mean, they 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 live it, they love it, they embrace it. They're perfect for that community. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a wonderful neighborhood, just yeah. not for me. Right, exactly. And there are other communities that that person who loves the prior community you lived in, yeah. if they lived in it, they would hate it. Yeah. And that's okay. The goal is to find, and remember, I said there's something for everyone. The goal is to find your community. There are people that want five acres of land. We sell that all the time, too. They really don't want to be near anything or anybody. And you know what? That's wonderful. Yeah. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of times what we do is we make all these things wrong. It's not that it's wrong. It's just wrong for that person. And what I don't want is just to sell somebody a house. I want to sell somebody 
a home and a lifestyle and getting them the right home, the right community, the right city, and really finding that place that when they walk through the door, because look, if you're retired, that's great. You still have stress. But when you're working, you want to walk through your door and kind of feel like you've relaxed. You don't want to walk in your door and go, oh my gosh, I'm here again. Oh, right? yeah. oh, that, you that's know? just it. Uh, you know, my, my wife Ashley and I, we, we say it every time. Uh, you know, we, we end up getting home and you know, we uh, look out back and everything else is okay. You know, yeah. that, it, that exists here for sure. So that is the goal. And we are going to ask tons and tons and tons of questions. Now, the great news is probably after about 12 questions, we already have a pretty clear picture of where you're going to love living. And like I said, we'll sell you wherever you want to be sold. You're an adult. We're not here to tell you what to do. <laughs> and yet we're going to give you, you know, hopefully direction and guidance and help you find your piece of Florida paradise. Because like you said, I can't imagine, I visit a lot of places and there's not one place that's ever caused me to say, you know what? I, I think that's better. There's not been one place yeah. I've ever, and I've been to some beautiful places. The reality is I love coming home and I love our lifestyle so and why not? Yeah, it's great. And so the Troys, they're here to help you, whether you're looking to buy, sell. If you just have questions, they don't resource to. 561-972-8326. That's 561-972-8326. Or you can always get started if you're not there already at truerealestate911.com.